Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, SB Nation, by way of CornNation.com, proudly brings to you two-thirds of the podcast champions of the world. He's John Damn Johnston, fearless leader and founder of us all. I'm Greg Hooch-Mahachko. We are two-thirds of the tripod of the Five Heart Podcast. John, how are you, sir? I am excellent. I am excellent for a person that's basically locked in a 12 by 15 room. It's, it's not I the walked sa- three miles today. It's not the same room you're in right now, is it? Yeah. I feel horrible I don't about know, that. Make this a- what? I feel horrible about that. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, bigger than 12 by 15. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I walked three miles today, though. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, not all at once. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 uh, well, the reason why I didn't walk that all at once is at 1030, I got frustrated with a, a problem I was trying to solve involving, uh, Microsoft Office 365 and secure email connections and connectors and transport rules and TLS. And, uh, you know, I, I said, I'm not doing this anymore right now. And I was very angry with myself. So I got up and walked a mile. And then, um, you know, later on, I took the dog for a two-mile walk. I'm sure this is interesting to everybody out there, but um, that's what I did. I mean, you know, pretty much uh, stuck in a house and uh, going for walks on the trails. Well, it's it's pretty much life right now. I mean, I was going to ask if, you know, part of those three miles weren't you, you know, you admitted that it was, you know, frustration. But I, I was going to ask if it's not just, you know, you on the line with the customer and you're just pacing back and forth. Like, yep, got in by three miles. Oh, where'd you go? Didn't even leave the fucking office. No, I didn't do that. I left. I, I needed to leave. It's probably for the best. I'm down. I'm down to 186 pounds. Fantastic. I hate you. Yeah. well you know Um, there you go can i say and i don't want this to sound weird but oh god no i mean i mean it's okay i think you'll appreciate it i hope i hope you don't look if this gets too weird you just hang up and then i'll know i crossed the line okay here we go okay okay i genuinely appreciate and enjoy recording these podcasts with you and Haas, uh, whose absence we'll uh, get to in a minute, uh, on a weekly basis because it helps maintain some of my sanity. So I don't think you. that's weird at all. I think right now everybody is is struggling to maintain some level of uh, normalcy, probably. And, and, and while the Zoom conference type stuff doesn't it's not the same as being there. And, you know, for me, I had a Zoom conference with a bunch of old college buddies that we otherwise wouldn't have talked at all. So, you know, I got a chance recently to talk to them and see their beautiful faces that are now old and crusty, although probably not as old and crusty as mine. So, you know, I, I get it. I, I think that's true for a lot of us. Well, again, I just want to thank you. 
Uh, let's briefly talk about Haas, shall we? I think this is important to uh, yes. to, to note. We want to send massive congratulations. Probably wouldn't have been able to do it without us, if you think about it. Um, but Haas, we we should. Uh, of, of course, I I'm not logging into Instagram, but he he took to Instagram earlier tonight to make a pretty good announcement that I think we can all appreciate and get behind. Oh, and what is that, Greg? I'm so glad you asked, John. Uh, Haas was accepted to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln Master's Program for Educational Psychology with an emphasis on development and learning sciences. He's excited for the next chapter of his academic journey and proud to officially be a Husker. He got that letter today. That's so, kind of cool. Very cool. And uh, we, I, I have no idea what educational psychology is. Isn't that the same doc- thing that Dr. Tom had? I don't know what Dr. Tom I had, except, except for like five national championships. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's uh, 16 more than Iowa has. Yeah. Uh, well, so Haas, we wish him well. He's he's uh, doing some social distance celebration with his family tonight. He says he'll be back next week. Uh, he's got to make some preparations and things like that. But uh, we're proud of you, buddy. Uh, I don't know if even know if he listens to the shows that he's not on. But I digress. We're still proud of you. And uh, let's talk about Nebraska and Iowa, shall we? Okay, if we must. Uh, we we must because. Who, buddy? This one stings, doesn't it? Does it? You think so? Well, let, let me. We I, we lost we lost a three star wide receiver named Keegan Johnson out of Omaha to Iowa. There you go. And then uh, after that happened, uh, I, Omaha former star Omaha Noah Noah Fant. Uh, congratulated him on going to the Iowa Hawkeyes because, you know, you can stick the knife in and then you have to twist it to make it hurt even more. Let's, I mean, <laughs> so again, this is from World Herald's website, but, uh, you know, obviously we know about Fant. Uh, Harrison Phillips went to Stanford. They were, you know, Phillips, I believe, had had himself a, a pretty good year or career. I mean, may, might still be. Uh, Xavier Watts um, from Omaha Burke signed with Notre Dame. Avante Dickerson went to Minnesota. There's a lot of good D1 talent, um, and and they're just not they're just not staying in state. And here's the thing: I can't wait because I know it's going to happen. Uh, the guys from uh, our, our friends over at the Big Red Cobcast are going to get cluster on, uh, and, and they're going to give him a hard time and raz him. Um, but yeah, I know, I know, you know, Pops wanted his son to. I, I think in, in listening to the last conversation they had, I think Pops wanted his boy to stay and, and continue the legacy of playing in Lincoln. But uh, uh, you know, according to Keegan, uh, quote in talking about his dad, quote, he's always been open minded, and I'm blessed that I can start my own legacy and I don't have to follow his footsteps. So, but this was. I believe he also said something along the lines that uh, things have changed or something like that. Yeah, he. This talk about a dagger and twisting the knife. Said at the end of the day, times have changed. 
uh, visited Nebraska several times. He got the uh, um, Husker offer, but it, uh, you know, it, it, it's this is this is let's keep in mind something. This is for twenty twenty one. Okay, so there's a ways to go, and I know that people. Can, I know that it hurts. And I know that, you know, the recent string sucks lately because it seems like we're doing nothing. But keep in mind that the 2020 class was the uh, national ranking of 20 and was the fourth Big Ten, fourth best rank in the Big Ten. So mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, the, the whole football team's gone to shit. No. It's just that the news hasn't been very good lately. Do you think that the, you we're know, going and, to see and, you, and it, it's a pile on thing, you know, where the news on your life is stressful. Sure. So, you know, this is one more thing that adds on top of it. Let me ask you this. Uh, I'm curious on your take on this. I've been listening to uh, a, just a ton more, uh, you know, sports talk in my work truck rather than the normal podcasts that I will listen to. I'm, I'm two and a half months behind on my podcast because. It, it, you know, when I've got somebody riding in the truck with me, I can't guarantee they have the same interest as me. Uh, but if I throw on ESPN radio, you know, I got a good chance that, you know, at least they're not going to give me a, the funny side eye from the uh, passenger seat. Anyway, do you think that there are going to be some uh, media members, radio, you know, talk hosts, talking heads, whatever, uh, who are going to try to turn the narrative of, you know, less – you know, that it's, you know, Cluster Johnson's son and more, oh, well, he's only a three-star. You know, do you think there's going to be any of that try, trying to twist it that way since, you know, he, he's, you know, like the the type of that spurned lover type of mentality, well, he wasn't good enough to be here anyway type? I, I don't. I mean, we don't have very many recruits in the 2021 class. I don't follow recruiting close enough to know what we need and what we don't need, but I, I, you need to keep in mind when it comes to media, there is so much media out there. And right now there, everybody's trying to survive in sports media specifically, especially there's going to be every angle taken, every story out there. So when you look at, I mean, come on, look at your Facebook feed for God's sakes or your, whatever feed of social media you want to look at, you can pick your poison about what angle you want to take on anything of any subject whatsoever you know and you can let that bother you too and and that's a big problem right now when people are already dealing with a lot of stress you know but i i think that it's you probably have media you follow that are guys that are chain yankers and i i admit that i can be a pretty chain yankee guy sometimes and a trolley guy (laughs) and uh, kind of enjoy it but Uh, I think that if you're going to do – I mean if you're going to listen to people consistently, I think you understand who they are as a talk show host. You know, I mean let's face it, a Callan Cowherd and uh, who's the other doorknob with Shannon Sharp? I don't want to pronounce his name. Skip. Uh, I mean those guys are just, you know, they're shock jock, yelled at things, you know, kind of like draft night when – Draft night when some shithead from ESPN said Scott Frost didn't take this quarterback because he thought he had somebody better. Well, you know, we went through that already. We don't yeah. need to rehash that. By the way, that shithead but you're talking yes. about Trey Wingo. Oh, I wasn't going to pronounce his name either. Huh. Uh, so speaking of uh, – t- I feel like if we say their names, they get another dollar. I, they, they don't. 
Um, <laughs> trust me. They're, they have enough. Um, speaking of, of sports talk, I have a question for you because, I've, I, like I said, not to, you know, r- repeat myself, but, you know, the – the stations that I've been li- or station that I've been listening to is out of St. Louis, which is primarily it's, it's Blues and Cardinals. You know, yeah, that's those are the pro sports. They do a little Missouri talk. I don't think you know in the time that I've been listening, I don't think they've interviewed anybody from Illinois, even Lovey Smith or anything like that, or athletic director, nothing like that. There's been a little bit of Mizzou, but it's mostly Blues and Cardinals, and you know what's going on in the world as far as when can we expect leagues to come back. And they were talking today, uh, and I, I know we talked about this last week about uh, you know uh, Minneapolis possibly being a hub uh, city if the NHL came back and if they operated in that regard. There's still talk, John, and I don't know how much you know how much you want to get into it um, about like when if if the NHL tries to do any more for the 2020 season, including playoffs and any more of the regular season beyond, you know, that they've been saying, uh, you know, a lot of the hockey players right now, this is the longest time that they can remember in their lives that they've been, you know, not put on skates, not tied them up, not skated around. It's been almost eight weeks now. And they said, you know, you've got to, got to give them a few exhibition games, maybe play a couple regular season games and then go, you know, into the Stanley cup playoffs. And I was thinking, because I'm, I'm a cynical a-hole that I think, you don't want to do that. I think if you're, maybe you get a couple uh, weeks of a training camp, get get your you know legs back under you, and then you go into the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm kind of the worst case scenario type. If you've got, let's say, the St. Louis Blues, I'm using them. You know, a I'm a fan, but I'm not trying to impose you know or, or you know subliminal message or anything like that. But they have. The, the points lead in the Western Conference. If they're going up against a team that's not in any contention, what's to stop, you know, somebody on, let's say, the Detroit Red Wings? I don't know if there are even any games on the schedule of of doing a cheap shot, you know, of of uh, uh, you know, like well, you know, trying to axe, you know, grind an axe or something like that, and and take somebody out of uh, the rest of the season because they got nothing to lose. So I think it's almost better. To just get into games that these are, matter. These for are everybody. professional players. Yeah, but so were the uh, New Orleans Saints. Remember the New Orleans Saints and the bounty and all that stuff a few years ago. I mean, it's not out of the realm of pot. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's like any big, uh, you, you know, organized thing. It's hey, it's in the heat of the moment. You, you slash a guy in the back of the knee or something like that. You know, it, it's. I just think. I don't know. I, I and and that because that thought crossed my mind too, but. That's why I don't think it'd be uh, premeditated. That's the word I'm looking for. It's just ah, he, he checked me, looked at me wrong, whatever. Uh, I, I'm just I'm isn't gonna... that hockey in general? Yes, it is. You paused too long. <laughs> I paused hey, for two seconds. On. Hockey's an insane game <laughs> played by crazy people. Uh, you're not wrong, but uh, I do think that when you have a unique circumstances, we do have. You know, it's just just get get the games that are necessary. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, speaking of news and notes along the you know coronavirus front, uh, there were uh, reports that the Big Twelve schools and the SEC schools are you know making plans and preparations to have 
open campuses in the fall. I don't think we need to tell you why. Uh, one of the guys said, he said, well, it's the SEC. It's, you know, they're going to do everything they can to get, get the football going. And, you know, if that means, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of those Southern states, the, uh, the athletic director has more power than the governor. So, I mean, I, I don't dispute that. Um, but what's your take on, we, we've talked about this in the past and we've probably talked about it too much, but we all want sports to come back. Obviously that's, we have a sports podcast, and if you're listening to it, it's because you also, you know, appreciate sports. So we all want sports to come back, but when you hear that, you know, some places are going to open up without any, you know, direct measures in place that can, you know, have more or better prevention, does that make you – it should make you nervous, John. We've talked about this before because you're in that high-risk uh, you know, category, but tell me your thoughts on, on some of these, you know, conferences planning to have, you know, campuses open back up in the fall. Well, I think first of all, they, if you looked at this and say, of course they want to do this because they want football, that's the wrong attitude. Um, their decisions are being made by the fact that if they don't get these campuses open, they're going to, I mean, from my own personal perspective, my own uh, rotten son, I believe, is thought that if they had do only online classes in the fall, that he's going to skip a semester. And he's not alone. I, I can't imagine that he's not alone. So when you look at these universities and how much money they stand to lose on enrollment and knowing damned well that they won't get it back, because when you look at state budgets, those are going to get hammered. And state budgets have, have in, I don't know, for a very long time now, well, at least a decade, when you have a problem with your state budget, you take it out on your higher education people. Education has always been an easy place for politicians to cut. You know, and, and schools have made it up by raising tuition. Sometimes you look at it and you go, what the hell are you doing? But people st still keep going to college. So I think at the university levels, they're looking at the fact that if they don't open up these campuses, uh, they're going to lose massive amounts of enrollment. And if you go back over the past few years, <clears throat> one of the universities you can look at that was severely damaged by this is the University of Missouri, who when they had you know the incident with the, the woman faculty member who said – Let's get some muscle over here. And right. That made all the news all over the place, and it was kind of a racial incident. I think they lost 10 to 15% of their enrollment, and that caused them to close a whole crap load of their dorms. And, you know, every other university saw that, and that's why they have been terrified of having that same type of incident happen on their campuses. Now you have the coronavirus come along, and you're looking at a reduction of – I wouldn't even get – you know, I'm not a policymaker and I'm not in a position to look at how many percentage of students wouldn't return. But you're looking at losing so much money that you have to close things, right? The University of Akron, I think it was, announced this week that they were closing like six colleges. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. have 11 colleges, I believe it was, and they were going to – they're going to close six of those colleges – you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there going, well, what do we need the English department for anymore? You know what I mean? 
I don't know what the different colleges are, but you know, you've got like things like the, the college of engineering. That's the only one that counts on, you know what I mean? Arts and sciences, but it goes on for different universities. They have different colleges. Uh, but you would look at such widespread damage to these universities. They'd have to make those decisions. Uh, that's what's going to drive this. The other thing that will drive it is this. When you're a when you're an 18 year old kid, part of going to school is is the campus begin quote campus experience end quote. It's being around people that you would never be around in your life. For example, when I went to Nebraska, I started out in engineering, and I studied with an Indian guy named Joydeep Dutta. And another guy that was from Pakistan and another guy from Malaysia. Well, that's not, you know, I'm not going to walk down the street and go into a bar and sit down next to an Indian, a Pakistani and a Malaysian guy and just sit around and drink and talk to them. But in your, if you're in engineering courses, that's what you do. And I learned a lot from those guys. I learned about the world. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a joke, but not really. I learned how to talk to Microsoft support people because they're all Indians, you know. <clears throat> that's part of the college experience. Going to sports events is part of the college experiences. Uh, joining different clubs on campus is part of the college experience. And if you're going to pretend to do all that stuff online, it's not the same. And I believe there are the active lawsuits right now against universities that students want some of their money back and tuition costs because – they felt they were cheated by doing online courses versus not, you know, versus having classroom. So there's a lot driving this. Now, does it make it all right? That's an entirely another, you know, question, I suppose. Yeah, yes, it is another entire question. No, you're absolutely right, John. And, and uh, you know, the old saying, money talks and bullshit walks, and – this is a business. I get that. Uh, and I know, at least in the professional leagues, there are a lot of owners, there are a lot of general managers, and there are a lot of players who are uncomfortable with the idea of, you know, receiving the coronavirus tests while, you know, everybody else, John Q. Public, doesn't have access to it. So I feel like a lot of them are, you know, their heads are in the right place. Uh, so... We'll, we'll see. Uh, obviously, you know, I want college football back in the fall as much as anybody else. Uh, it might look a little different, might sound a little different, but we'll see. When we come back, speaking of seeing and moving forward, if you didn't know, if you haven't been around SBNation.com this week, you may not know that it has been Marvel Week. We're going to do something a little bit fun after the break. We'll explain right after this as the Five Heart Podcast continues here on the Coordination Radio Network. Welcome back to the Five Heart Podcast. Greg Mahachko, John Dam Johnston, two-thirds of the tripod. Haas is uh, celebrating via social distancing with his family, his acceptance to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln for their master's program, their uh, post-grad. I think that's what it's called, isn't it, John? Yes. Or is it just their grad, graduate program? I think it's graduate program. If, if you're going for a bachelor's, it's undergrad. If you get that master's, that's grad level. So uh, we. I, are, I don't know. All I all I was thinking is that when you were saying he was celebrating with his family, is that I wish my family would get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the thing. We, we, I I love them dearly, but 
We need to leave. We we were having that conversation, and uh, you know, I, I've always you know been a proponent of family first, and and uh, I know deep down, John, you are too. But like you said, when everybody's just you know you're seeing the same people, like I don't know the couples, I don't know understand how couples who live together and work together survive. I I think you at some point need your own space, but um, yeah, we we are so proud of Hoss. One of them has to be really dumb. Okay. Uh, we hope that none of our listeners fall into that category, but we're sure that you're not dumb. And uh, and we thank you for listening. So, as I mentioned, it's been Marvel Week. Uh, we were, well, if you're listening to this on Friday, you're about 53 weeks removed from the box office release or, or the theatrical release of Avengers Endgame, which was... You know the. Uh, I mean, I could spoil it for you, John. Did you see the any of the Avengers movies? Do you know what an Avenger is? I do know what an Avenger is. I love the Avenger movies. I love them very much. Okay, did you see it? In Spider-Man the is my favorite guy of all time. Is he now? See, that's interesting. I would have thought, as old as you are, that Captain America would be your favorite because he debuted punching Hitler in the face, and I thought that. You know, since you fought in World War II, that you would have really gravitated towards that. Yeah, but he would never share his spaghetti with me, so fuck him. <laughs> I mean, I always, I always identified with Spider-Man, you know what I mean? He, he, he just the kind of uh, teenage angst, the kind of like never fitting in kind of guy. Uh, uh, you know, he lost his father, right? Nope, uncle. Well, uncle, father, father figure. Sure. Well, no, you're right. You know, you're my right. father died when I was twelve. You know, Spider Man no, to me I is always. Know that, John. He's, you know, I think the thing about him is, is that he's always kind of, he's got this angsty thing going on constantly inside of him. Where Superman's kind of like, oh, I'm the greatest guy ever. He's not arrogant. He's just like, as you get sick of Superman after a while, you're just like, why don't you do something evil, you fucker? Okay, just so make one like I don't know. I know there was the movie where he gets drunk and whatever, but what you know, it's just Superman is not a, is. I don't know. By the way, uh, uh, can I? Okay, so folks, if you don't know, I, this is uh, the Five Heart Podcast is one of three different podcasts that I host or co-host in this case. Uh, I also have another one called Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour, where we talk for only thirty minutes. If you can believe that from me. Uh, but the first podcast that I ever hosted on my own is called Nerds United. So when you talk about Marvel, things like that, that is right up my alley. A couple things that I want to go back uh, and touch on. You were just making the Superman to Spider-Man comparison, John. Um, I What I do like about them is that they are both, when they're in costume, when they're being the hero, they're completely opposite of their I'm going I'm to go ahead and say mild man, mild mannered alter ego. Clark Kent, especially you know in the classic Christopher Reeve movies, uh, he's a little bit bumbling, a little bit unsure of himself. And Peter Parker is an outsider, and he was an outsider, you know as a teenager who, you know, even after he became Spider Man, still had that outsider mentality, nerdy, definitely not one of the quote unquote cool kids. But when you know when Superman is full on Superman. He's got to have that bravado about him that, you know, he's, you know, got the the dimple chin and the uh, square jaw. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. No, that didn't, uh. that didn't hurt. Uh, and Spider-Man, what I always liked about Spider-Man, probably what you do too, is 
when he's all Spider-Maned out, he's being a hero, but he's also being a smartass. And that's John. That's that's why <laughs> that's why we all love you, John, because you're a hero and a smartass. Well, but the other guy is Thor. Mm-hmm. Mostly because the guy that plays now the Thor in the movies, I, he is so hot. I I do him. I'm not even into men. Okay, uh, Chris Hemsworth. By the way, did you yeah, know that he's yeah. one of three Hemsworth brothers in Hollywood? I did not know that. Yeah, I watched Extraction on Netflix last night. I enjoyed that. Uh, that is a very good movie. Also, may not know it's uh, your typical shoot everything to bits thing. You know, it's also based on a comic book or a graphic novel that was. Uh, co-written by the Russo brothers, who, of course, uh, handled the uh, latter end of the Avengers movies. So, there you have it. Okay, before we continue, I'll just say that my favorite comic books when I was a kid was Sergeant Rock. Uh, you know what? I, I may not Nobody be knows who that is. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. All right, yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. Grizzled, In fact, all, all, the only veteran. German words—the only German words I actually know are from reading Sergeant Rock comic books when I was a kid. I'm just gonna say it's a very know. limited German vocabulary. Uh, yeah, nothing about that surprises me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all right. Sergeant Rock, by the way, was a, a DC title, and now you know. Okay, so what we're going to do, because it is uh, the end of Marvel Week here at SB Nation, is I actually proposed to Haas and John earlier in the week that we just do a draft of Marvel characters for, you know, football uh, position, football team. Put together a football team uh, starring Marvel characters, and then John and Haas said, this is foreign to us, uh, we're, we're not, we're, we can't participate. No, he said that, I didn't say that. Um. It, well, okay, but then he's not here, and then we basically what we're going to do is, John, you're going to give me a position, a football position, and I am going to. I'm glad you clarified that because the first thing I was going to go with was doggy. I knew that's exactly the one. That's not. First of all, I knew that's where your mind was going, and I knew that was the position <laughs> that you were going to choose. Um, great. Mind why, would, why would you say that on a podcast? What do you mean? Listen, to what you just said. I knew, okay, let's move on. I knew that's where your mind was going to, went, and I knew that's the position you're going to choose. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird. Let's just go. Let's move on. Uh, okay, We're moving on. Okay, so you give me a football position, and I will give you a Marvel character. Uh, I'll keep it clean. I was going to say to fill that hole, but to, to play that position. Should I start right now? Yeah, linebacker. Ooh, which one? In, well, let's, let's let's keep it simple. Let's do a three-four defense. Uh, so no, do we're want, just doing linebacker. Just pick a linebacker. My God, why you got to be cool? Because I'm going to pick two. okay an outside linebacker in a three-four. Okay, so I'm going to pick two, Captain America, uh, for all the obvious reasons, and equally uh, for the obvious reasons, Black Panther. Ooh, why would you pick those two? Uh, I like their first of all. I like their speed on the edge, uh, and and I like the fact that uh, they have the strength to overcome an uh, outside uh, exterior lineman. I think they can set the edge, and uh, 
uh, you know, stop stop any outside runs, and and they're gonna they're gonna get some pressure on the QB. Quarterback. Oh, I'm so glad you picked this one. I mean, I figured we'd get there eventually. I didn't know we'd get there second. Uh, are you familiar with the character known as Bullseye? I think so. So it, he has been in a Marvel movie. Uh, it was the 2003-ish Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, played by Colin Farrell. Take that performance, take that that version of it out of your mind, if you will. But Bullseye, what, what do you think he's known for? Accuracy. There's my quarterback. I would go with Thanos. Well, okay. So the only the only restrictions that I put on myself uh, is I'm going. I'm keeping my selections, and that's fine. If you want to go with Thanos, that's fine. I mean, do you know why? Because he's right-handed. No, because he'd snap his fingers, and half the defense would just disappear. Wham. <sighs> yeah, but. Not the ones that are going to kill him in the end. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> this, you're, we're just picking guys that get into positions. Whoa. Okay, running back. Um, but wait, I, I do want to. I I do want to justify my selections at the beginning. Like disclaimer. Uh, the only the, the I'm picking selections that are earthbound. So I'm I'm not going into space, and I'm also not picking, you know, like anyone with any mental. Extra mental powers like, you know, telepathy, telekinesis. I want them to be based on size and strength and those type of attributes. Is that fair? So Captain Marvel's right out of there. Well, she's – yeah. I mean – Okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. You said no Captain Marvel. Sorry. Woman hater. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) That's the last thing I need is those type of accusations. Uh, okay, well, you said uh, running back? Yeah, uh, yes. Quicksilver. Oh, there you go. Very, that's a very good choice because of speed, obviously. Right. I, I'm glad we're able to have this education or this educated conversation because we both know things. All right, hit me with another one. Offensive line. Ooh. So at center, you're going to have Blob. Uh, <laughs> you, you think I'm joking. That's an actual... Uh, um, I, I know that. Okay. Well, think about it, though. He's he doesn't move unless he wants to move. Right. So I feel like that's just the best one. Um, you you actually did plan these. Yeah, I told you. I've been thinking about this for three days. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, you're also going to have uh, uh, on probably at tackle, um, not tackle at guard. I want uh, thing. Uh, you know, Ben, uh, uh, right. I can't think of his last name now. Um, is it Parker? No. <laughs> uh, Ben Grimm, uh, from the Fantastic Four. Ben Grimm, that's um, right. I yes. want, I want Hulk on, on the defensive line. Uh, I want him as a rush end. Um, you want Hulk as a rush end? Yeah. Cause you gonna, don't want him as a nose tackle. I, no, but I, I Maybe nose tag is good. Um, yeah. Of course, then it'd be Hulk versus Blob. No, because that's the best thing. It's my team, so they're all, you know, it's... it's. Oh, okay. So we, they're going to go up against a, a group of eighth graders from, like, <laughs> Jefferson or something. <laughs> Every school has a Jefferson. Or, okay, whatever. 
We're on the offensive line. You have a you have Ben Grimm as one of your guards. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Juggernaut on the other side. Actually, I, I tell you, what, I think okay. I'm gonna do Juggernaut on, on left tackle. Okay. Uh, I want Beast on the front line as well. And again, I'm I'm keeping it earthbound. I think Hulk's probably got the uh, stamina to play both sides, don't you think? Who put him? I think that's cheating. Okay, fine. Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, let's come back to that one. So far, I got four out of five. Okay. Uh, okay, defensive line. You already named Hulk. Yep. I mean, which is kind of like Indomitian Sue, actually. You know. True. Uh, I don't want to go because there's a bunch of different Hulks, and I don't really want to, you know, like cheapen it and say like red hulk and she hulk um although that, that's that's a pretty nobody, good nobody else knows there's a red hulk sure they do we ha- used to have images of it back in the day when we had a monte cross in the backfield okay yeah oh by the way uh there's a go ahead there's a cartoon character red hulk yeah comic book character uh it's actually thunderbolt ross which is Betty Ross, a.k.a. Bruce Banner, Hulk's love interest. It's actually her dad. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you're, kinda, you're going right into this deep dive, I guess. That's fine. That's, that's good. Like you said, you've been thinking about it for three days. I guess, you know, and you picked the entire whole team. Uh, defensive line, again, we have Hulk for one. And what's, what else is going on? Um, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like some of the bigger bodies that aren't, you know, like I'm trying not to cheat and be like Galactus or, you know, any of those. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm running out of ideas on, on that side, on that particular, let me rephrase on that particular Position, sound fair? Yes. Okay. It does. Now, I know you're asking where I'm going to put Thor. He's your favorite. He's your buddy. Tight end. Who? who you're going to put Thor at tight end? I am. I didn't ask about tight end yet. Well, I, I know, but I said I know you're going to ask where I was going to put Thor. Okay. Where are you going to put Thor? Tight end. Tight end. I guess that. I figured you'd say that. Thank you. Um, what about the wide receiver positions? So I'm torn because I really want to use this particular uh, uh, character at wide receiver. But if I had to, to if we were extending this far enough to uh, select coaches, I'd really want him as the head coach as well. But that'd be Mr. Fantastic because he can, you know, super stretch. So okay. Um, you, know. you get a pick two. I know. I'm. I'm uh, tell you what, for for his agility, Daredevil. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I got another one for the defensive line. Okay. The X Men Colossus. <laughs> okay, this would be a fun game to watch, I guess. I'm telling you. They'd have to throw the ball all the time. 
Who's Which means at receivers, I would put Captain Marvel and Black Widow. Well, I mean, why Black Widow? It's because. Okay. I mean, that's a as good a reason as any. Because she's hot and she has to be on the team. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, fair, but does she have to be on the team? Yes. What is your obsession I say with, so. What, what is your obsession with, you know, like getting everybody on there? Not everybody's good. Well, like, I'm, not everybody's good. I'm trying to, to, I'm trying to stick with, you're going off into the blob. I'm trying to stick with like, Oh, you're trying to stick you know, with people maybe, who've been on the, on the big you know, screen. Maybe actually popular Avenger characters. I'm here to tell you, the sir, big... that the blob was in, uh, X-Men origins Wolverine. So he's been on the big screen. Okay. So, okay. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. You want to ask me about some more? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, in- what do we have left? Cornerback. We didn't do any of the secondary cornerbacks and safeties. Okay. Uh, and also, it's. Uh, I, th- I thought we throw in at least one inside linebacker. Oh, okay. And Go with the inside linebacker. I would like that to. Be- I don't know what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your inside linebackers in the three four? Uh, I'd I'd like to, that to be uh, Luke Cage as one. And isn't he a country singer? Uh, may hold on. Let me find out. I don't think so. No, just <laughs> move on. Move on. Just keep going. Wait, are you are you are you messing with me, man? That <laughs> might be. Oh, uh, Luke Cage, that guy. Yeah, this gritty action-packed drama follows the evolution <laughs> of Luke Cage, a man with super strength and unbreakable skin. There you go, you Luke Cage inside linebacker. And who's your other? So we need somebody with some pop. I think. Give me Wolverine. I know he's a little undersized, at least traditionally. Yeah, but he's got, he got attitude. He makes up for it. That's right, he does. Um, he does. So for secondary. Uh, one of my safeties, I would want to be Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Because would you really throw the football at a flaming skull? I don't True. think you would. I don't think you, you would. You would if you were Thanos because you'd eliminate him. Fair. Right. Uh, and then the other side, uh, the Punisher. Because, Woo! you know. Because he's, he's the Punisher. Because he's the Punisher. Um, right. As far as cornerbacks, Spider-Man, because he's got uh, some speed. And I'm looking here. He's got that vip, vip, vip things out of his wrist, too. Uh, Isn't that the sound he makes? What did you call it? Vip, vip, vip. Uh, T-H-W-I-P, thwip. Oh, thwap. Thwip, not thwap. Well, vip, thwip, bap. And it's not twat either. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you know what I remember about Sergeant Rock? When when one tank shot the turn off the other, it went splang. Okay. Okay, let's move on. Uh, okay, so here, let's get some cheerleaders. Well, no, what cheerleaders? Oh, shit, what sorry. the hell? We still need special teams here. Kicker. 
Oh, I wasn't. Going, a kicker. I wasn't going to go that deep into the weeds. What? I mean, you don't even have Iron Man in here anywhere, and you never picked Hawkeye. I mean, would you? Would Hawkeye? Yeah. <laughs> that's right, kind of well. That's, we, yeah. Good okay, point. we could yeah. use we could use Iron Man as a receiver because I think we only picked one receiver, didn't we? Yes. I was going to say. Uh, I was hoping that you were going to say no, no, no. I'm like, what did you, John? Write all these down. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty. I guess I did. You picked Mister Fantastic, and that kind of was it. And then, see, I picked Captain Marvel and Black Widow because mm. I'm not a sexist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Captain Marvel's off-world, and Black Widow, while she's stunning and skilled, she doesn't she doesn't have any attributes. I think that would benefit her on the football field can i say that you can it's okay okay um yeah so are, are we can, can i can i pick a cheerleader yet no you go ahead and pick a cheerleader deadpool without picking a kicker or a punter deadpool <laughs> this okay that's a good cheerleader <laughs> nobody pull it off better than deadpool well that is true You'd even feel, even if the game was going shitty, and, you know, he probably should be a uh, cheerleader for Nebraska right now because at least we'd feel better about ourselves. I feel like, first of all, there are probably a lot of cheerleaders listening to this podcast right now who are saying, John. What? I don't know. They they probably thought you were making fun of them. You, you, you never picked Hawkeye for anything. Would you? I I, I I really wouldn't. I don't. I sometimes I don't know what he's there for, other than to be an angry guy. I'll tell you what he's there for. Um, spoiler alert to anybody but John, who's already seen the movies. Uh, he's there to lose his family at the beginning of Avengers Endgame, lose his best friend midway through, and then get his family back, but not his best friend at the end. Who's his best friend? Black Widow. Oh, that's right. Jeez, John. By the way, I was watching Endgame earlier. Actually, I watched Infinity War and Endgame earlier this week. And uh, they're still fun, but man, they're long. They pack a lot into those movies. They do. So. And and, uh, who's the head coach? Well, I was going to pick Reed Richards, but since he's already the uh, wide receiver, I think this is going to upset certainly Reed Richards and probably others on the team, uh, Dr. Doom. <laughs> okay. Not Dr. Strange. Well, he would, you know, be able to identify the one scenario in which the team won. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, there you go. Uh, I just don't know. He, he seems like he's a bit of a loner. Um, and, and I don't know, Dr. Doom... It's it's Bumberling Canker Scratch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Um okay, well. I like no Doctor Strange would be good. Um getting into uh I don't know. He and if nothing else, he can always replay the same play over and over and over until the team gets it right. With that time loop thing. So maybe maybe well, uh, you know that'd be 
That'd be kind of cool. Maybe Doctor Strange is a better pick. Be like, nope, run it again. <laughs> run it again. <laughs> Rewind and run it again until you get it right. Yeah, so. I mean, think of all the games he could have saved. He could have, you know, saved uh, Sue. Uh, saving that one second against Texas would have won us the Big 12 championship. That one game against Texas in which Terrence Nunn fumbles the ball. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so many. Well, I guess he could have done it for all of them. But, you know, I just thought of those those two right off the top of my Do head. You think? I don't know why they involved Texas. <laughs> Do you think that there are any games? This is a serious, ridiculous question. <laughs> but do you think that there are any games that were so far out of control that even Doctor Strange is like, I can't help? Uh, that one Texas Tech game years ago, which we lost seventy to thirty-one, he couldn't have probably helped that because Bill Callahan was well. He could have replaced Bill Callahan and then won. Well, that's all it would take, right? Is a head coaching change. <laughs> yes. So. All right, well, that was fun, John. Did you have fun with that little exercise? I, I did, I did, well, I did. Now I'm going to go look up uh, who the blob is. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and there's Juggernaut. You didn't pick Ant-Man for anything. I mean, what am I going to pick him he for? He could run a fumble Ruski, maybe. I don't know. Well, he does have the strength of, you know, like 10 ants or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how all that works out. Um, can I give the listeners? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! This this just—we're not completely done yet. Okay. You picked exactly how many of the Guardians of the Galaxy? None. What? What the hell is with that? Remember, I told you I'm I'm trying to keep them more Earthbound. Oh, you're right. They were Earthbound. Whatever. (laughs) It's a shame that you don't pay attention to me, John. Like I, I know, also, I also I, wanted to pick. You, I also wanted to pick Silver Surfer, but I didn't because he's very rarely on Earth. So I hope you're happy that I feel. I feel if you were able it. to. Okay, I'll. I'll let it go. No, no, no. We have probably gone long enough. No, what were you going to say? I mean, if you're going to pick one of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Groot. <laughs> Why Groot? Yeah, he'd be on my defensive line. Groot's, okay. Groot's a man. Groot's almost godlike. Do you realize that? No, I don't. He is. I mean, he got blowed up and he survived. Well, that's true. He grew himself. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pick the uh, the rabbit for anything? Uh, rocket raccoon? No. <laughs> Unless it's like it, the only way that rocket would be involved in football as if he was employed by the new England Patriots to steal things from other teams. Wow. That's great. That is a, <laughs> just a shot there. You know, I, I will take a moment to say this. Uh, when I was, when I was a kid growing up, you had all these superheroes and I did, for some reason they always had to be, be, be betrayed, portrayed as if they were, Super humans, you know, I mean, good humans, mm-hmm. like moral. And, and now you can have these shows like, well, you know, like Spider-Man who has internal problems, you know, and he constantly questions himself. And Wolverine who has, and wait, you know, or, internal or problems? Well, did, you know what I mean? He, they have Does he have gastrointestinal conflict. problems? <clears throat> well, they didn't back then. Nobody did unless well, they needed to sell stuff. But. Movies nowadays just seem – I think they're much more fun than they used to be. I mean I hate to say this 
and this is this is blasphemy. Why is my I am terrible tonight? Blasphemy to Star Trek fans, but I think the the reboots with J.J. Abrams and stuff are. I I really kind of hated part of them. I hated the one where he took Spock and you know basically redid the needs of many outweigh the needs of one and redid it. Uh, that pissed me off, and I had screamed at my son after that movie. But uh, I think those movies, are, you know, with James T. Kirk as the complete renegade instead of William T. Sh- or William Shatner's uh, James T. Kirk, where mm-hmm. he's this leading man, it's much more interesting now. I Guardians th- of the Galaxy is absolute fun. I think part it's of the blast. Reason, I think part of the reason why is because we like. We, we like seeing ourselves, you know, our aspects of ourselves in, in some of those characters. And, you know, like the going back to like the Christopher Reeve Superman, um, uh, we uh, he was like too, too squeaky clean, you know, and we need we need some flaws to be able to identify with them. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Okay. Maybe they they fit well into different eras. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, we used to pretend a lot that the world was a great place, and everybody still does. When they get old, they romanticize the past. When you get old, you'll romanticize the past. Maybe not this year or the next year, <laughs> but you'll still romanticize the past. We should probably just end that. Okay, but can we do it with some good news? What's the good news? We've got the Use Your Voice phone line back up and running you can call or text and the best part is it's the if you saved that old number in your phone it's still that number 402-327-1830 that's 402-327-1830 and as an added bonus here's what I, if you made it this far into the episode what i want is for you to call that number and hopefully we get uh call or text uh and we get some uh responses back but for next week's show, I want to know what pisses you off. Like, you know, like Peter Griffin on Family Guy used to say, you know what really grinds my gears? What just And it doesn't have to be sports-related. If it does, great, but it doesn't have to be. It could be, you know, traffic or, uh, you know, anything like just what pisses you off. Call, text 402-327-1830 and let us know, and, uh, and we'll discuss next week. John, it's been a, a pleasure, as it always is, and uh, thank you for a very fun conversation this week you're welcome greg and we'll do it next week hoss will be with us he has already put we have it in writing hoss will be here next week john will and as will i greg mahachko we remind you this week and every week that five hearts is all the heart you need john go big red win the damn off season and congratulations hoss